Welcome to episode 135 of the Towel Lake Talk podcast. This is Casey. And this is Chris. And I can't believe it's been 135 episodes. <laughs> sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's just kind of wild. But um, anyway, so uh, before we get into the news here, um, we, we wanted to kind of give a little bit of a uh, recognition to a member of the geek community that we lost last week, um, which was colorist Justin Ponzer. Uh, you guys may have known him for a lot of work with Marvel. Um, for me personally, what I most knew him from was his work with J. Scott Campbell. Uh, he did a lot of stuff with Danger Girl. And pretty much anything that J. Scott Campbell does, he was the colorist for. <laughs> like any yeah. of his like one-off things, um, everything. So, yeah, just super sad to hear about it. A young guy um, lost a battle with cancer, and it just sucked ass, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 horrible. I was taking a look at a lot of stuff he did. It's just um yeah, you're right. It's just like you realize um how influential somebody is and you don't you're not really sure even who they are because um in this world it's always the the writer and the artist that get the creds a lot and whenever you talk to artists, they're always they're always trying to throw that cred towards the colors as well because they know and they, and it's not complete without the colorist. And they do such a beautiful job of bringing the drawings to life. Um, yeah, it's just a major loss because it was, he was amazing. It was, yeah, it was amazing work that he did. So, just a, a quick moment of silence for Justin and his family. Okay, so let's move over to some Marvel uh, news here. We got. Um, a little bit of news about the Bucky and Falcon show coming to Disney Plus, where we might be getting some new cast members. Uh, Daniel Bruhl, uh, who was Zemo Jr. I can't remember what his actual, right? Yeah, just Baron Zemo. I don't think they ever got into the complicated right. okay. family tree of the Zemos. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then uh, Emily Van Camp, a.k.a. Agent 13, a.k.a uh sharon carter um aka not showing up in anything past winter soldier for some reason <laughs> she no no i think she's in civil oh, war she's was, in yeah civil she was war. in civil war that's yeah because right. her and steve like kiss that's uh, right so i'm saying let, let's say post civil war where they're really driving that storyline and then it kind of just <laughs> went away so it's kind of funny she's back in this steve I, well, was... both of them i actually thought it was real curious i was like you know whatever happened with zemo like that he had like such a big role and then i was like is uh martin freeman gonna come back his agent ross character so yeah yeah david brule i'm glad that he's coming back um because i was i was glad that they did that zemo thing and i wanted to see more from that character because a lot of people kind of criticized that villain but i think it was a very kind of like um I think it was an important role because it was just very. It was a. It was one of those kind of like scheming villains. You know what I mean. So it was. A, it was a good uh, touch in that part. I thought so too. You know, when you want to complain about things like too much CGI at the end of a of a movie, you know what I mean, or like one of those one and done things uh, where someone gets punched and then knocked out, like typical Marvel villains. Like it was cool to see somebody like just pulling the strings behind the scenes. So I. I thought he was a great villain, um, so I'm happy to hear that he might be coming back. 
Absolutely, absolutely. So another piece of news, this is rumored more, is that in the you know in the next Spider-Man movie, uh, whatever that is, um, there's talks of either Deadpool joining or Venom finally making uh, it his way into the uh, Spider-Verse or slash MCU. Um, I heard a rumor too as well that maybe like, it's just, I don't know. However they're going to use this, I guess it's dumb because it's a rumor, but what what do you think of this, first of all? Um, eh, I don't, yeah. I hate this kind of stuff because it's like, it's not, there's it, it, most likely a chance it's not even going to happen. I don't care unless Kevin Feige's talking about it. Right. Um, anything that comes out of the mouth of Sony, I, I just don't give a shit. I don't care what they want. You know what I mean? They've been doing okay, but they wouldn't be doing anything without Marvel Studios. So it's like, stop talking until your your overlords tell you what to say, because all you're doing is making fan fan fiction. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, I, personally, I don't want to see a full Deadpool Spider-Man movie, even though no. the two of them do well together in the comics. Um, so for that, I don't really want to see it and venom you know yeah it's a natural progression to show up in spider-man they're kind of working their way into like a sinister six situation um Mm -hmm. which we've talked about the last few episodes so you know it's a rumor uh whatever is gonna happen is gonna happen but just wanted to mention that um and then finally we did get a a trailer for jessica jones season three and a premiere date of uh june 14th i think it was supposed to come out like in March, but <laughs> anyway, it's coming to Netflix. It'll be the last one of these Netflix shows, which means it really means nothing, but yeah. I'll watch it because I love that character and the first two seasons were great. Yeah, I I really want to see what the what happens with Trish and um, I want to see kind of just the closure of this. This was probably the best of them outside of daredevil you know it was it was a great show and um it's too bad it can't continue at this point um and it's kind of gotten lost within the the cancellations on netflix because i i almost forgot it was coming out still (laughs) so but i'll be there binging away question any possibility with this delay and release that they're either a retooling it so that it fits into what they're going to be doing on Hulu or B um, maybe there was a cliffhanger and they're just kind of like, they took this extra time to like wrap up that. Yeah, maybe. Um, I would love to, to be on the positive side that it's all going to move to Hulu eventually. Um, I, I for one would love to see these characters continue maybe in a little bit less of a, Netflixy way, more of a comic booky way, um, but yeah, I if it's twenty twenty one when these characters are can be rejuvenated by Disney, then perhaps it is being pushed a little bit closer. But it's still two years, um, so it's tough to tell. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's jump over across the pond over to DC. Um, we didn't get a chance to talk about this yet because of the holiday, but. Robert Pattinson has been confirmed to be Batman in the upcoming Matt Reeves film. Um, there's a couple rumors to go along with that as far as villains go. But first of all, what do we think about this casting? Um, it's, it's, it's great for me. Um, 
I have no problem with it. Um, he's got the jaw, um, the chin. Um, he he's a good he's a good the great actor, and um, I think he gets a lot of shit for Twilight, which he doesn't deserve. Um, and of course, the internet fanfare that followed after this announcement, um, as usual with the the bullshit nerds out there and whatnot. So, um, whatever, I'll give him a chance. If if they thought he was right for the role, then yeah, why not? Um, also, now it's being said that this is definitely a departure from the the uh, what DC was setting up before. So this is not supposed to be in relation to anything Batfleck. Well, now it's Battinson. So, Battinson. Yeah. That's right, Battinson. So, yeah, um, I'm ready. We've been waiting way too long for this Matt Reeves Batman movie. So let's get it going. Yeah, so, I mean, I echo those sentiments. I, I think he's a really good actor. I think people need to watch movies that are not Twilight to see his acting skills because yeah. pretty much anything that I've ever seen him in, he does a very good job. He has a very good range. Um, so... And I like that he's younger. He'll be the youngest Batman uh, yes. on screen, which I think he's like 32. So, like, that's exciting as well because I want that Batman at the mm-hmm. at the height of his prime. You know what I mean? Yes. Um, so that that has me super pumped. Uh, and then now the other rumor is that the there's going to be that Penguin and Catwoman are the villains in this new Batman movie, which we saw that in Batman Returns, my favorite Batman film. Yeah. Um, I don't see a need to revisit these characters in a full villain thing. Like, you know, I'd love to see an Arkham style movie where I just see everybody, but like, what do you think? He's got the biggest rogues gallery outside of Spider-Man and the flash, but we're picking from the well. Yeah. What's your thoughts? I thought about this the other day and it's been a long time since Batman returned. So 30 years, it's been a very (laughs) long time. So I don't, have an issue with either villain being in the movie the two of them being in the same movie is kind of reminiscent it's a little bit weird to me in that aspect um but i would love to see a modern version of these two on screen um yeah the penguin could always play a better back role or where you have to go to the iceberg lounge and get some information beat the shit out of him you know and sometimes it just works out better that way with the penguin so i never felt like the penguin should be carrying an entire movie as the villain because you know catwoman's not She's going to be the love interest, and she's going to show up in this movie regardless. I know that they're going to do something um, in regards to that because um, I didn't really feel it with the Dark Knight trilogy in that aspect. I don't even like those movies that much. So I'd rather see a more comic booky version um, with Catwoman. And now it's like, oh, they're already getting rumors of like Vanessa Hudge, what's her name? Hudges, Hudgenson or Hudges, whatever. Hudgens. Cat- yeah, being Catwoman. So it's like, um, it's already in full swing. Um, so I would rather see a really like dark Riddler movie. You know what I mean? If we're going to rehash villains, let's rehash them properly and do either a, a real two face movie or a real Riddler movie. Yeah. Um, a Mr. Freeze movie. I mean, all these characters that Joel Schumacher got poison Ivy, you know, the ones that he kind of just made into like his Batman 66 movies. Um, yeah, I'd rather see them do better versions of these characters because we've gotten decent versions from Tim Burton 30 years ago, you know, so. Right. Yeah, I, you know, 
what it really comes down to is what it's going to look like when we see that trailer, we see those costumes, et cetera. And yeah. um, even costumes, you really can't tell until they're in motion. So we'll just see. Um, but, you know, initial thoughts are, can you, can you pick someone else? Yeah. <laughs> you know, can you do hush or red? Hood? You know, there's, I don't know. Anyway. Well, that's what I've always said. Like maybe Batman would be better as a, as a TV show. Um, high budget TV show where you can just do this stuff on a weekly basis for years. Yes, for years. For years. It's a he's a detective. You can yeah. never. I don't think you can properly portray this character on the big screen, correct, and not have it feel the same every damn time. Um, yeah. You've got to have something more like a forensic CSI TV show with Batman. It would just it would a make true detective. So- Yes, please. Something. Mix it all together. Make the ultimate detective show, you know? Like, it's it's there. It's begging to be made. Yep. I 100,000% agree. Anyway, let's move on. So, uh, Doom Patrol wrapped up, was it last week? Yeah, it was Friday. I didn't, I'm not even close to caught up, so tell me what your thoughts are. I've been waiting to make a final judgment on this entire season. Um, Every episode has been excellent, um, entertaining, and weird, and disturbing, and fun, and violent, and blah, 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 and it was like, I didn't, I didn't have these kind of expectations for this show, and they far su- succeeded them, and the finale did such a good job wrapping it up, and just kind of like, um, leaving us with just, like, thoughts for the next season, um, Man, it was it was really really good. Uh, so I I urge you to finish it as soon as possible. And if anybody has not seen it, I don't know if the first episode is still free, um, but they had it for free at least last week, so we can get into it. Without giving us any spoilers, any ties further back to Titans or no? No, no. This this show exists pretty much on its own, um, which is good because they did a really good job with that many characters. Um, they did a much better job than Titans did with uh, character development. And they had a lot more episodes probably too. I mean, it was 13, 15 episodes or something like that. 13 to 15 episodes for this one hmm. by the time it was done. Um, don't quote me on that, but it was, it was way more than Titans. So uh, no, no ties, no nothing where like uh, what they did in Titans, where they induced the doom patrol. Um, I also this also happens prior to Titans even forming. So, oh, yeah, okay. this, Sorry, yeah, this is when this team uh, has formed, and it was. I'm always trying to figure out what time frame it was because it was really weird. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely a prequel to that. Okay. Okay. Um, I still got to watch it, so. Yes, you do. Yeah, what I've seen is amazing. Honestly, yes. I just and it doesn't it doesn't stop and it doesn't slow down. And that's I waited every week for something that kind of disappoint me, and it never did. And it was, mm-hmm. and it's probably one of my favorite TV shows of all time now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's that, and it was that good to me. Speaking of great shows coming to the DC universe, yep. Swamp Thing comes out on Friday. Yeah, they don't or... stop, man. <laughs> when like you listen to this, probably yeah. Stop, which is. Really, uh, really a smart thing. Uh, people are complaining, like, "Oh, why can't they just release all the episodes at once?" You know what, man? I get that Netflix structure, and I get that people want to binge. That's fine. 
but listen, I'm an old school guy. I love having a wait a week and getting excited for Friday to swing around and I can be like, Oh shit, doom patrols on. Finally, let's, let's, let's watch it. You know what I mean? So I love that anticipating like the next week and having a wait. And some of them do on Netflix. It's just, yeah. Yeah. You know, shut up. Uh, <laughs> people. So <laughs> let's jump over to uh, comic news. Um, We've got a prequel comic set in the Stranger Things world called Six, uh, which, as you know, there, 11 is 11, so there was at least 10 more of these kids. Um, we also met one of them in season two, which I'm going to have to binge those real quick before the new season starts, uh, such as tradition. But um, yeah. yeah, I mean, my wife didn't even watch last season, so oh I, got, I got the benefit of that. So yeah, that. man. All right. Um, so anyway, yeah, this prequel comic's coming out. I think it's is it Boom? I think it's Boom. No, it's Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Sorry, Dark Horse. So, yeah, it looks cool. Um, is that out now or it's coming out? It's out today. Okay, yeah. it's out today. All right, cool. So yeah, we're recording this on the 29th, guys. So it's out this week for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but but by Jody Hauser, uh, kicking ass, writing comics these days. Um, I, I love that Jody Hauser is getting some great work out there. Uh, Valiant's solid own work. Jody Hauser. Right. Solid work. Yeah. Um, let's switch gears over to DC news. Uh, we've got Tom King is ending his long run on Batman. I think it's Batman 85. Yes. Um, and then he's going to be jumping on over to a Batman Catwoman limited series. So, who writes Batman? Because we don't have an answer for that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, King was originally supposed to go through at least 100 issues of Batman. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happened. There's a lot of rumors out there. King has been getting a lot of shit for Heroes in Crisis, which I don't like that he's getting that kind of negativity, but that is the comic world and the stupid Greek geek world we live in these days where people can't deal with change, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I felt like maybe they decided to do something different, but then seeing he's going to be moving over to this Batman Catwoman maxi, um, which is pretty cool. Uh, I did like his Batman Catwoman stuff. I think that it has a good place in uh, comics today um, without him having to like bring her back in and keep doing what he was doing before. So I don't know. I don't know if DC's changing course. Um, he, we're about to go into the city of Bane, uh, which is the you know, year of the villains thing right now that's going on. So um, I'm looking forward to that because that's basically going to cap what he began with, uh, began his run with. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I have not caught up on Batman because I like to binge most of that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that being said, um, I'm excited to see you know where he goes next, and I personally have liked the Batman stuff a lot, so I you know I'm excited for it. Um, yeah, no, I I absolutely agree with you, and um, like I said, uh, also Heroes of Crisis ends today. The ninth issue is out, so uh, that's another thing that's out. Okay. That's... Tom King. So if you guys want to finish up that story or binge that entire story, it's done today. So also out today, Batman Last Night on Earth, <clears throat> um, the quote-unquote last series from 
uh, Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo. Um, don't know what the hell's going on with it. <laughs> Joker's in a head, or Joker's head is in a glass case, and he's holding like a Green Lantern lantern. I, I don't know what the heck's going on, but excited to read it. I can tell you that right now. That yeah, yeah. absolutely. It's coming you know out under DC's uh, coming out under DC's black label. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's a major thing right there. I love I love these darker stories. Um, and damned and now that they've moved over white knight um and some other things so it'll be interesting to see how dark this one can get uh when they're actually putting it on that label so i'm i'm really excited they say it's sheer insanity that's the quote i i read today oh and i do want to actually mention we didn't talk about it but um yeah uh white knight's getting the sequel yes yeah so. It's not yeah. on the list. We can add that to the list. So, yeah, that comes out in July. Yeah. We'll probably talk about it a little bit more closer to that. But yeah. um, Okay. And then now we got Isad Ribic, who did just effing spectacular work on Jason Aaron's Thor, um, is going to be doing Conan Exodus, which is a year one style one shot. Uh, with very little words, so mostly just the art telling the story out in August. Um, I love his art. I don't need. Mm-hmm. I don't need words. <laughs> no, I'm actually kind of happy. This is a one shot because I was like, eh, yeah. I don't want to keep having to buy all this Conan stuff. And if right. I get into buying like a year one miniseries, I'm going to buy the whole thing. So yep. I will pick this up because I've been picking up the number ones and whatnot from Marvel's Conan relaunch. So it's been pretty cool. Good. Excellent. Um, Buffy the Vampire Slayer uh, is getting a one-shot over at Boom called The Chosen Ones. Just a little bit more, you know, Slayerific stuff. They always did it on the TV show where you learn about a different Slayer. So that's cool. And then Angel, number one, uh, is out today. The year, or the issue zero was excellent. Ties really well right into the... um, into the main Buffy book, but like the angel show, it exists on its own and it's freaking great. So I'm excited. I'm this, <laughs> I don't like to do week or monthlies, but I'm, I'm stuck. It's happening. <laughs> are you, are you buying it? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Head down, down to pop rock. If you haven't yet in, uh, in the Rochester, New York area, because that's where I get my Buffy books. Um, we also have, in Valiant News, the Bloodshot Star Folio. <laughs> um, it's basically like the shortest, shortest long box to keep your your uh, your Bloodshot comics in it. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's just like a cool little thing, Valiant. You know, they always do this weird shit. <laughs> they do. Here's a lamp. You know what I mean? Like, here's, like, our 1-6 toys from a company you've never heard of. Like, they just put out such random stuff. I love it. So, yeah, the Bloodshot Starfolio is, um, you know, it's coming on with a new Bloodshot series that's premiering. We've got the Sony film coming out. So, this yeah. year's the year of the Bloodshot. It is. Um I buy. I don't buy the, 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 the ones that are like Bloodshot or, or Marvel ones. I buy these. I bought a couple of these 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 size storage things, and they're great for mm-hmm. your like 
special comics. Um, I put a lot of my like my old number ones and 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 valuable books on these. So that's that's a definite uh, from somebody who stores comics. Uh, I do suggest anything along those lines for your special comics. They're the best. Absolutely, absolutely awesome. So. Uh, and then last thing in DFAT Comics news, uh, in Fairy, we got a relaunch for it. So if you listen to this uh, show and you want to support independent comics, true independent comics, brought to you from the creators of Don'tForgetATowel.com, the only place to travel geekly, uh, head over to Kickstarter uh, in Fairy, which is a mythological crime saga that we created. So please check that out. The campaign will be going on for the next month. Expect to hear about it in every single episode of the podcast. Yes. So that also is a really good spot. We're going to take a quick commercial break. There the bugger is. She's a big one, ain't she? Oi, over 20 points of articulation, great sculpting, and look at the paint job on her. We've been looking all over for this one. Let's get them in our sights and end this hunt now. All right. All right. Steady. Steady now. Got him! It's the pursuit of plastic. Listen to the podcast from the creators of Don'tForgetAtowel.com. Geek out about toy news, hunting, and histories on your favorite collectibles. I'm Chris. And I'm Casey from Gourmet Scum Radio. We're two cousins talking about geeky pop culture stuff. You a fan of television, music, and movies of the 80s? <laughs> well, we are too. Do you like being transported to galaxies far, far away and the threat of troglodytes that go boom in the night? Well, we're going to geek out about it. Have you ever scared yourself listening to ska music while reading a comic book and sipping on a tasty Jones soda? Then this is the podcast for you! Gourmet Scum Radio is here to tickle your holes and make you believe in dynamite explosions right second! Welcome back after those commercials, which are still old, but they'll be new soon. Um, <laughs> so we keep saying. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Alright, first time i think we ever put in a stage uh, oh no no my friend this is like the third time is it oh there's always like a weird thing we throw in here maybe like harry potter and the cursed child or something like that but anyway um back to the future is getting musical next year i don't know why this is happening at all do you know any information about it because like i thought we weren't allowed to never mind it is literally from robert zemeckis and Bob Gale mm-hmm. with Alan Silvestri. Holy shit. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's it's funny because like Bob Gale is always really vocal about Back to the Future, where he's always like, We will not do anything unless it has our hundred percent agreement behind it. So like that IDW run, the Telltale Games thing, like they're on board and or wrote the story for all those things. Uh-huh. So, yeah, like, they're on it. Bob Zemeckis and I have been trying to get the project off the ground for years, but good things take time, and finally the time is right. That is crazy. Yeah, it's going to be pretty amazing. This is one thing that I will probably make an effort to go see. Yeah, but it's in London. Right, exactly. 
and I I have a funny story to tell you sometime about that. <laughs> about how you're going to London? How I can stay for free in London, yeah. Ah, okay, okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, what do you think of this? Because I want it. Yeah, I better come here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, you're a little bit closer. So, all right, uh, that's happening for some weird reason. Um, in TV news, uh, Stephen King's The Eyes of the Dragon coming to Hulu. Um, Hulu also was the ones who did Castle Rock, and they also did uh, Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three or whatever it was. Um, so that makes sense. It's staying there. Um, this is Stephen King's fantasy book, though, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, which ties in directly to the Dark Christ- or Dark Tower. So that's interesting. Um, what do you? Th- I don't know anything about this book, to be honest with you. I did a little bit of research before, like when I read this news, but. Other than that, I, like, what's the deal? I don't know. Uh, okay. It's been years since I read that story. I think I was yeah. young. I think I was, like, really young when I read that, to be okay. honest with you. So I kind of am lost when it comes to exactly what it is. So I am very excited yeah. for everything of this sort to come to TV, um, especially if it's Stephen King, uh, especially if Hulu's taking care of it. That's the good thing. Because sometimes, what did I see the other day? It was, like... So, a Stephen King thing on, on Netflix that I was gonna watch, and I was like, eh, maybe. <laughs> so. Oh, you if it's if it's Gerald's game or the other one with Thomas Jane, why? Yeah, they're both good. Okay, yeah, uh, Gerald's game. I knew the other one. I I forget what it's called. Maybe this the Thomas Jane one. Um, Sony just said Thomas Jane. I just watched The Predator again last night. Heaven <laughs> so. help us. That movie is more enjoyable after you watch it the second time. <laughs> Maybe if I was completely shit faced, but no, uh... <laughs> no, I watched it shit faced the first time and I didn't really like. I missed so much of it, and then um, and I liked it, but the second time I watched it, it was it's still dumb, but it's it's actually not that bad of a movie to be honest with you. <laughs> All so, right, I'll watch it again. I guess, yeah. It's fun. HBO. All right, yeah, it's so, on HBO right now. Yeah, so we'll we'll see what's going on in this. Um. Also in TV news, Dark Crystal, uh, we knew that the prequels come to Netflix. We finally got a release of August this year. So, crazy. Yeah, that's, that's super exciting. Oh, my God. Can't even, can't even, like, I can't even think about this because it's, like, it's just going to, I want to see something from it before we even, besides pictures, you know. Let's get a trailer, please. Let's see something awesome so I can know exactly what it looks like, how excited I should be for this. I know I'm, I should be very excited. So, <laughs> I think I think there is like a little there's I think it's a little trailer, but I don't think it's like I think it's more like scenes from the first movie, you know, and like, Ooh, yeah, it's coming. But yeah. um, nothing with Mark stuff. Hamill and that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> right. I hate that stuff. Just give me the trailer already. Right. If it's, if it's in August. Yeah, Gotta, like maybe maybe they'll put it out around Jessica Jones time. Who knows? We'll see. Possibly. I mean, they maybe. pretty much put out something every single week, so yeah. quite possibly. Um, all right, so movie news: uh, Masters of the Universe now has a three five twenty twenty one date. Uh, we starring Noah Centineo. I don't know how to say his last name, but um, it's happening. What do you think about this? You're the huge He-Man fan. I'll 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 uh, guard my 
my excitement and my I'll be very reserved about this until we see some more stuff. Right. So, I yeah. mean, David Toyer had had a shit, shit time trying to get this movie going. Um, so who who knows where it's even at if, in like where they want to take it. You know, if if they're gonna build off what he did originally, which people didn't like, I I don't know. I uh, <laughs> until I this is something that is it Sony. I think so. Yeah. Enough said. We'll <laughs> All right. We'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, after the rousing success of John Wick uh, Chapter 3, Chapter 4 has been announced for next year. No, two years. Two years. Two years, yeah. Um, so, inevitable. You know, it's making a bunch of money. People are loving it. Getting great reviews. Like, so that, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, they don't even they don't even try to make it a trilogy, um, so it can't be the perfect trilogy. <laughs> and when you do watch it, I mean, it's just like the movie's great. It's a really good movie. It doesn't stop. Um, well, plus there's that TV show that they still want to do called yeah. The Continental. So I mean, like that world is about to blow up even further. Yeah, let's, let's just keep hoping that's going to happen because I I would love for that to happen. These movies yeah. are just awesome. They're amazing. Um, it is going to have a little bit of competition in 2021. The uh, Akira, uh, Akira has been long rumored to be made into a movie since Leonardo DiCaprio was Leonardo DiCaprio, I think, is honestly is still the producer on this one. Yeah, that's um, weird. And Taika Watiti is now the director. Um, it that's the only reason I'm excited, absolutely. Um, I I don't think saying that John Wick Chapter Four has competition yet <laughs> with this. Um, this movie has is been in turmoil since the conception of the idea that they should even make this into a live action movie. Um, we are in the time and age where it would definitely do well graphically, and they could definitely do it. And with Taika attached, it piques my interest a little bit more. But um, Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. All right. So we got our first look at Terminator Dark Fate, directed oh. by Tim Miller from Deadpool, <laughs> produced by James Cameron. Like, what What do you think? That trailer was pretty awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> I love that it's – I love when they do these scenes um, – they just like kind of draw things out a little bit more um, and just watching Gabriel Luna like multiply and like they push that, like they push a new technology for a Terminator, which I love when they do that in every movie where it's a different thing they do um, with this being a direct sequel to T2. Uh, all those pieces are coming together to make a really nice puzzle. So I hope that um, I, I I can't wait to see this movie. I've been waiting for a really good Terminator movie for a while, so and it hasn't happened. <laughs> Last good Terminator thing was Sarah Connor Chronicles. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it was. <laughs> I actually, you know what? I'm I'm going to take that back because I had zero expectations for Genesis, and I liked it. Yeah, um, you know, you gave me those zero expectations after you watched it, and I watched it still with zero expectations. It was okay. Um, I just, I still don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Um, 
And as much as James Cameron said he liked everything about the sequels that people did and whatnot, there's a reason why he went back and erased all this garbage. Uh, so I, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am. It's like you want to do it like everybody else has been doing these days with true sequels, then um, whatever, man. Plus, it's the Terminator franchise, so time is malleable. Ill, Ill revel. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you know, I'm going to see it regardless. It, to me, though, it really looked like the Mackenzie Davis movie, like more than anybody else, mm. which I like her a lot. Um, watch Halt and Catch Fire if you have it. Uh, it's funny we were talking about McG the other day because I forgot McG did that one Terminator. You're the worst Terminator Salvation. Yeah, yeah. I I actually think that is the worst one. Yeah, I tried watching it the other week and I turned it off. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Um, all right. So then Liam Neeson has joined Kingsman, The Great Game. Um, for some, I was listening to. Uh, actually, hold on. Before I even actually, you know what? I am gonna say this. So I was listening to <laughs> Rule of Two podcast, which is a Star Wars podcast on the Collider Network, and they were talking about directors for the next upcoming Star Wars movies. So this <laughs> is all connected, and they threw out the name Matthew Vaughn because he's fucking brilliant. Yeah, drop draft bomb, and um, he is stuck in the world of Kingsman. And I like the first two Kingsman movies a lot, actually. So I'm okay with it. But at the same time, couldn't you imagine a Matthew Vaughn Star Wars movie? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, they need to be tapping this this talent. Like, what he does with Stardust. Like, I want to see a fantasy Star Wars movie with mm. dragons and, like, their version of the dragon. You know what I mean? Like, I want, to, I want like, a story being told to a young child about like this Jedi who goes on like this crazy journey. And I want Matthew Vaughn to direct. <laughs> there you go. There you go. But in the meantime, are you listening? Kingsman. Captain Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's working on Kingsman and Liam Neeson from star Wars is joining. And uh, you know, it's good casting. It's a prequel. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So, over in gaming news, we're getting a fully immersive Evil Dead game. Um, <laughs> I didn't like this one. Tell me what this is. So, Bruce Campbell came out and confirmed that there is a game in the works. And so, it's coming soon, he says. Um, and it's 100% confirmed, he says. So, um, they're, he says, they're doing a video game, a whole immersive kind of dealio. I'll be asked for that because I wouldn't want somebody else's voice hamming it up. <laughs> so, of course. Um, um, there's not a lot of details on it. So it's, I, <clears throat> it's funny because like these fully immersive games are only like, you can only go to them in certain places. Right. And yeah, and, like 3d, like you have to be inside of the Oculus or yeah, the, the 4, void. It's 4d. Um, so you get a lot more of that. And we talked about a little bit of this, of how, like, where will James Cameron take Avatar and stuff like that. So in regards to that and this kind of tying this all together here, um, I read an article, and these, these 4D movie theaters are, are being launched in certain cities. Um, so it's it's interesting that we're getting, like, will they tie all this together? Will they start having, like, these 
these experiences where you can go to these places, watch 4D movies, um, play 4D games. You know, like what? When does this happen? That's my question. Because um, it's the next stage of of movie watching is being like, hey, you're you're gonna get sprayed by something that makes you feel like you're getting sprayed with blood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In the Evil Dead game or or whatever. You know, you I. I don't know. I don't know what the effects could be besides that kind of stuff or hair, like air blowing on the back of your neck to creep you, the, creep you out, you know? So um, I'm excited for these, these kind of um, these AR, like these AR experiences and these, 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 these virtual reality experiences to become more and more prevalent, uh, you know, and more, more interesting. So we'll see what this is when uh, we get more details. Yeah. It, it's, you know when you go into a 4d movie it's fun you know what i mean it's like it's cool like little thing there um it's very gimmicky Uh, it's it's interesting i don't you know i don't know what this means for evil Dead for a game and i get sprayed by blood sure you know i'm down with that (laughs) that if that's the case um yeah, it's gonna. I, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Other than, you know, I like Evil Dead video games. They've been making them for a really long time now, and I always enjoy myself. So sure. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> um. All right. So that's curious. And then, finally, this is gaming slash movie news. Sony has announced PlayStation Productions, um, which I actually love this idea. Basically. And I think it has to do with Sega and all these other people screwing up video game movies is that they are like, we don't want studios to deal with it. So we're making <laughs> our own studio for our games. So the thing is, is like, we love PlayStation exclusives. So yeah. if I'm going to see a big budget God of War, uh, Last of Us, Uncharted, um, I don't even crash bandicoot like jack and dexter i don't give a f little big planet like there's so many like playstation exclusives that could make a series could make like a one-off movie that has me excited um so the fact that they're launching this is is super cool they haven't announced what's going to come out with it yet but you know i just named some things that i want to see you know what do you think um yeah just to kind of just go back on on the fact that they should have more control over their movies. Um, it's 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 kind of like looking at why we were going to get it like a young Nathan Drake movie from Sony or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, well, Sony does own everything overall, but sometimes the studios will just mess it up, like you said. So having more control and say in what you're doing, um, I just want to see a God of War movie. So let's get on it already, huh? Speaking of which, um, on YouTube for free, there is Raising Kratos, which is a a lengthy documentary about the making of the new God of War game. Oh, really? Uh, I haven't had a chance to watch it all yet. They've been teasing it for a while, but it did drop. Um, and if you're a God of War fan, I mean, clearly you know what they did with this new game, which was freaking groundbreaking. So check that out on uh, on YouTube. Um, all right, Chris, take us take us home with the what's coming up. The pursuit of plastic. Nope. Star Wars news. Oh, man. 
there are Star Wars news today. All right, so we got a. <laughs> you're right. You didn't. You didn't cue me in what time it was. It was just on the gun. Um, so in Star Wars news, we got the uh, the exclusive Vanity Fair photo shoot. Uh, we got some great uh, looks at the movie. Uh, some some new clues. Some more things to speculate about. Uh, so some gorgeous photos, anywhere from you know talk cockpit shots of the Millennium Falcon uh, to um, uh, Kylo and Raid, you know, having a lightsaber battle in water. Uh, uh, now we have, um, you know, what's her name? Felicity's character, I guess. <laughs> like, what's her name? <laughs> I'm just going to call her Felicity. Um, Carrie Russell. Yeah, Carrie Russell's character. Who I don't know what that is. I don't know what it's uh, like a jetpack wearing Mandalorian lady. I don't know what that's going on but um yeah um the more you know we're getting closer and closer to december so we're going to be seeing more and more of this so i i thought those were some amazing photos i'm really getting excited yeah i mean annie lebowitz you know i've gotten all of her vanity fairs which i I think it comes out in a couple weeks or in a week um since the phantom menace i mean (laughs) she just takes the most gorgeous photos and we did learn some new information um, that Desert Planet is not Jakku. It is not Tatooine. It's <laughs> a new Desert Planet. I don't know. Um, we don't know if the Death Star is an Endor or not um, because we are on the moon of Endor in uh, Return of the Jedi, people. So we could <laughs> still be on Endor. We don't know. Um, we got these new horses that Finn and this new character Janna are riding on. Uh, <laughs> Bo was an arrow, so that's going to be interesting to see if we're going to get like a, you know, a Braveheart style battle at the end of this movie. Yeah, right. And, you know, we got Dominic Moynihan as a Knight of Ren, which is what? <laughs> oh, I so, know. Is that what they announced? Read the read the man. Yeah. No, I was going to wait to read that article in the yeah. just ruined <laughs> it. Spoiler it's fine. I'm not. Yeah, don't ruin that stuff for me because I'm not reading anything or watching. You just it. said you were gonna read it. <laughs> I said I could read it, maybe, but no, I wasn't gonna. <laughs> read it. I would. I could have read it, but I wasn't gonna read it, man. I don't want to know this stuff. Just like they're like, oh, who's Matt Smith now? Now he's not even on the not even on the bill anymore. You know, it's like, oh well, we are doing a lot of this. a lot of crazy stuff. We don't know who's who's gonna who, who is who. You know, I mean, Matt Smith could be playing a young emperor for all we know. Uh, I. You know? can almost guarantee he he is playing yeah. something related to the emperor. Yeah, exactly. So it's like I don't I don't want to know because I want to go into this movie and have, you know, there's been so much negativity and there's a lot of positives, but let's get back to like enjoying Star Wars and I I just want to have really good closure to this story. So, um I'm really excited and I don't want to know anything about it. These photos were too much. <laughs> Almost, you know what I mean? It was like, ah, did I want to know that Carrie Russell was playing this character? I don't think so. We don't know what the character is, but... Don't know. know. Um, But, yeah, so that deserves its own episode, but those uh, pictures were brilliant. Can't wait. Mm -hmm. Next? Uh, Yeah, so so, uh, we're getting... Like, KOTOR is supposedly the next movie that they're going to be working on. Probably not going to be called KOTOR. Um, I would like to see them do something in the same time period of, you know, Tales of the Jedi, 
Knights of the Republic would be great. Um, there's a huge span of time um, that all of this is based on. So when you play KOTOR, you get like neat little Easter eggs from that comic series, um, which was thousands of years even before that. So there's a lot of time period to cover. Um, so calling it KOTOR is a tough thing in my in my mind. Um, but yes, we want to see this time period. We want to see the old days of, of the Star Wars universe. Um, so that's what uh, apparently what um, our Game of Thrones guys are working on. Um, but now it's rumored that the script will be written by, uh, help me here, Lyta Kellogridis. Yeah. Yes. So that's that's the rumor. I don't know who that is. Could you elaborate? Yes, absolutely. So this, honestly, I think this is different. Um, because the rumor with Benioff and Weiss and maybe even Ryan Johnson that we talked about is that it was going to be Knights of the Old Republic because Game of Thrones. They just assumed that that's what they're working on. There's zero confirmation of this. This coming out, which is still a rumor, um, is full-on Knights of the Old Republic. Lyta Caligridis is writing this, so her credits are She's a producer on Avatar. She wrote Shutter Island. She just wrote Alita Battle Angel, Altered Carbon. Um, she actually was one of the creators of the Birds of Prey TV show, which was mm. funny when I watched it on DC Universe. I was like, how did she get attached to this? But um, anyway, she's an amazing screenwriter um, and good producer. She works, you know, usually hand in hand with James Cameron. So, yeah, it's... Um, I'm cool with that, if that is the case. Now, is it a movie? Rumor. I think it's probably a TV show, because that's what they need at Star Wars, is a, is a long-form television. Yeah. Um, when, when enough people are, are, you know, yelling about a rumor, it's usually true, from what we've seen throughout the last seven years of DFAT. Um, so, Benioff and Weiss was a lot of people asking for it but it was not a rumor they were just assuming that they were going to work on that because of their work on game of thrones this is straight up like she is writing knights of the old republic something <laughs> yes i mean kathleen kennedy confirmed that they were work- they're developing something kotor related right so, i don't know i mean it's time either, either you're going to bring back something kotor related and you're going to develop that and make fans happy or you're gonna do something totally new in that time period, like I said. So either way, please let's 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 do something awesome like that. Yeah, would be so happy. Yep, agreed, agreed. So now, Chris, what time is it? It's time for the pursuit of plastic. All right, so uh, McFarland is getting all the great licenses lately. Uh, so we just got the reveal of the Harry Potter line coming from the company. And it'll be the, what is it? Deathly Hallows characters that age. I think, yeah, it's the, it's the last chapter. Um, these figures are coming from, correct? Yeah. Harry Potter, man. It's, yeah, it's from um, Deathly Hallows part two. Is yeah. that they're based off of, which, you know, that's this one. I'm sure they're just going to go back in time and give us a million versions, depending on how much they, um, 
you know, south. No, 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 absolutely. I agree with that. Um, I think it's a smart way to start because Bandai just put out their Sorcerer's Stone uh, figure arts figures. So that's a relatively new. So I wouldn't want to be competing with those if I were McFarlane. So why not give us the older versions and an ultimate like Voldemort with clothing? <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. So these figures look great. Uh, their price point around twenty dollars a piece. Uh, you can find them online right now. You can buy them in the whole set. Um, Entertainment Earth has free shipping if you want. So um, lots of lots of cool stuff coming from McFarland this year. Yeah, I'm glad that he you know got these other properties. You know what I mean? It's like obviously The Walking Dead's huge, Halo, that kind of stuff is huge. But Harry Potter is a property that for some reason. It, they just don't do that good of a job in like the toys and even in the video games and stuff like they just, they really need to step it up. <laughs> it's a multi-billion dollar property. And yet they don't do a good job with merchandising. Those Lego games are awesome. They are fun. They're super fun. Um, yeah. All right. So next up, uh, we're in the end game for San Diego comic-con right now. So it's fast approaching in the next couple of months. So, the exclusives are being revealed, and NECA has revealed three, uh, if not more, within the last week or so right now. So I'm sure there's more coming this week, so be on the lookout for that. But now announced for their SDC exclusives, uh, pre-sale goes up June 1st to the 3rd. So uh, if you want to jump on those, they have a certain amount of stock every day that they release, and so it gives you a chance to get them. Uh, but first up, let's talk about the latest Pennywise action figure from them um they, yeah. they seem to keep coming out with these and they're just super popular and selling we talk about this all the time but uh this time around we're getting the wellhouse uh it's in the wellhouse they see it right um i believe or where do they see this the etched drawing of pennywise that's super creepy um, <laughs> at some point in the movie they do that so uh they're making that figure uh in black and white very like like stylized a little bit, um, so that's a cool that's a cool idea. If you want to just have the fifth uh, Pennywise figure on your, <laughs> on your on your in your collection on your shelf, yeah, you know, if you want an engraved Dairy Town Charter Pennywise, yeah. this is the one to get. <laughs> exactly, exactly. No, no one else is making this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, next up, uh, as usual, uh, we're getting a, a, a turtle set. Uh, this one is going to be the highly sought after or highly demanded seven inch figure form of Shredder and the Foot Soldiers, and now Splinter. So, finally, the capture Splinter uh, has four figures two Foot Soldiers, like I said, Shredder and Splinter, a uh, ton of accessories, uh, definitely a four pack exclusive for San Diego. And most likely uh, being broken down for GameStop or Target later on. Uh, now that they have those that great deal with uh, those companies of being able to release these exclusives for the general public. But if you want this special four pack, you'll have to either uh, get online next week, uh, go to San Diego Comic Con, or sell your firstborn child. So um, yeah, if you want it, it's coming. But that splinter needs to be flocked, in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. Plus, uh, Shredder's got like his cape, like in yeah. cloth too, and it's effing beautiful looking. So, um, do we know the price point on this or no? 
no, we don't. Oh, uh, never mind. One hundred twenty-five dollars. Yeah, that was my guess. Um, I'm yeah. sure it's out there. So yeah, that was yeah. my guess for it. But like I said, get ready next week if you want to get your uh, collective hands on it. Yep. Um, and then just announced yesterday, I believe it was um, the eight-inch cloth series. Uh, the Credit Kid figures are coming out soon. Uh, the three, the three, the set of three is coming out soon. Of um, uh, Miyagi, uh, Daniel in his street clothes, and um, Johnny in his skeleton outfit. So that's coming out soon. Um, yeah, yeah. The Johnny versus um, Daniel karate tournament from the uh, from the first movie. That scene is coming out as a two pack with accessories like the mat and everything. That's coming out later this year. But now announced as an exclusive figure for San Diego Comic Con is John Kreese uh, and his his Cobra Kai. Uh, gee and all and his evilness um if you're a fan of the of the series if you're a fan of what they're doing on cobra kai um and if you're a fan of these figures like i am um it's the perfect it's the perfect recipe for collecting so um yeah i'll be online waiting for this figure to drop next week uh so i can keep my collection complete cobra kai never die never (laughs) yeah that's man so sweet <laughs> yeah it is it's so awesome <laughs> oh my gosh so yeah where can you find us chris so we're on a little website called don't forget uh your daily dose of everything geekly from news reviews interviews and more uh also on the socials find us on facebook twitter and instagram yeah dfa towel uh i want to say thanks for everybody for making us have another banner month with oh, uh checking yes. out the podcast listening to the episode sharing it with your friends your family your frenemies the enemy of your enemy is your frenemy uh and uh yeah actually i'm looking at the stats we got another hundred downloads today already today yeah it's pretty wild we are like Amping it up in May. It's been, <laughs> yep. It's been great. Yep. So we thank you all very much. Absolutely. So uh, this is Casey saying go read those comics. And this is Chris. We'll see you next time. 